0: Best in the world
1: hey it's Friday everybody Friday. and college football is officially here I know they played games last weekend but for me last night with the backyard brawl and the Penn State Purdue finish, wow what a game I thought I thought Purdue got jobbed I thought that was a the catch they called it a catch on the field crazy. I don't think Penn State's as good as a lot of people think they are. No. Welcome to the program. Today was carved out as a complete Ohio State preview show. We're going to do about an hour and 45 minutes on Ohio State because we absolutely have to talk about Donovan Mitchell. We're going to do that in a second. Buckeye preview show Maurice Claret is on. Robert Smith is on. Voice of the Buckeyes Paul Keels is on. Tyvis will be here. It's we've got a really full show. If you're an Ohio State football fan you're not going to want to miss. This is like an hour and 45-minute pregame show the day before the game. Absolutely. So we're going to talk about all things Buckeye. Also, we want to promote the shirts, the one where I look like I'm 85 years old. <laughs> Can we show that again? It's awesome. We did. Did you not notice it yesterday, Jay? Did no, it? I talked about it. I said someone said that, man, you look awfully distinguished. Yeah, I but think, I heard from a lot of people I think yesterday. I your son said uh, something. My son weighed in, <laughs> but I heard from a lot of people. They're like, bro, who drew that? <laughs> who drew that because you're 57 not 87 i love it
0: i think the shirt's awesome
1: <laughs> of course you, you do like but George you got Bush. alligator arms and you look like a midget I,
0: kid. <laughs> small person that's right small uh, person um yeah that that shirt is awesome do you Those love your look. depiction uh I, yeah my body looks funny but i don't care because it's a funny picture I think it's great. You're I not. You
1: don't it. look 85, so you're uh, good true. with it.
0: But I look like. Yeah, I look like I have a tiny body look, on a jump look, with a giant. Yeah, head. Look, thanks, look, son. Look,
2: look at Jay, son.
0: Love yeah. you, dog. I just followed you son <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> uh,
2: damn.
3: I just. Follow,
0: I noticed your son was following me on
1: Twitter, and I followed
0: him back. Yeah, yeah he's. Right.
1: Let me tell you, he's a big yeah. fan of the show. That's cool. I will say though,
3: yeah. his favorite is G. Bush. <laughs> How about that?
1: G. Bush is everybody.
0: You know, I
3: mean, including me. Ada it's the people's yeah. champ. I didn't get. This. Listen, I didn't <laughs> get this belt. The people gave this right. to me. That's right. right. That's exactly. They adorned me with right. that title, right. Right. and I have to fulfill. Do all you still the hold days. the people's champ title? Yeah. Listen, right now. I know now. you came in as the people's champ. Yeah. I'm the people's champ. Yeah. I'm an intercontinental champ. i a the tag team champ. <laughs> I'm like a Japanese and, champ. No, no, no. Um, and the U.S. continental champ. Hey, mm. G.
4: Bush. Hmm? No disrespect but we got a lot of Donovan Mitchell stuff. Let's we go, have Donovan Mitchell. So yeah, we, we do. Let's let us cut off the people's champ stuff. Let's get right into Mitchell because hopefully yeah, the Cleveland we have Cavaliers are the next champs we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, the one thing that I
1: wanted to point out, you guys did a great job last night. I wasn't able to watch because I was getting ready for the 5 o'clock show, but um, I heard a lot of good feedback on what you guys did. So this is what the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show really has become. We're here every day from 11 to 1, and we're talking all things Cleveland sports, but when things break, and this is a perfect example of it, it was midday. It was mid-afternoon. Whatever, whatever time it was, the you guys scrambled. It's a. It's like F-18s. Get them up in the air. We got a problem. <laughs> yeah. Wherever you guys were, yeah. and you were in various places, within minutes, the ultimate Cleveland sports show was blasting out a signal. Yeah. And and. Over 1,000 viewers almost instantly, Yes, and you maintained that number. so that It's, it's 16,000 viewers already by this morning. It's unbelievable. So, it really yeah, is. It was
0: great. We, it, was most, it was the three of us and Mikey McGregor. Tyvis was on for a little while. I saw Tyvis checked in for a minute. You were on, Brian. Yeah, G. Bush and I were so, uh,
1: Winnie the Pooh in it. it yeah. For those that didn't watch that, we'll quick give the yeah. thumbnail thoughts because we will get to Ohio State football. My quick thought on it is the Cavaliers have seen what the Browns are doing. And they're putting all their chips right to the middle of the table. Yep. They know that the iron is hot. They know they've got a, a very talented young team. They knew that the cost of getting that player that was the missing piece. And we all said they're a missing piece away from being a contender. Right. Donovan Mitchell is that missing piece. I don't even look at the price. I don't look at the price. Yeah, because I mean, this could turn out to be a disaster down the line. But could I would do it if, any day of the week. If Obagi ends up being a, a, a superstar player... Right. Yes, and, and the lack of picks. I know that you say that ah, their picks get yeah. rid of them. When you look down the road, and you've got one first-round draft pick until 2029. Right. Well, until 2030, because they well, gave they've up the- got. They got, I thought they had the 24 and no, the 29. Yeah, they do. No they, so they're t- no, they traded the 25,
0: the 27, and the 29 as part of the deal. 28.
2: And then they got two swaps in there. See? The swaps two in there. Swaps.
0: Well, the swaps are 26 yeah. and 28. O-O-G, the 29 they gave up. You can't so, trade back. So, OG, OG,
3: notice
2: when you talk about them teams. I right, by the way. I
1: thought they had the 29. I read a whole article last night that said they did have the 29. They
2: don't. Let's get off the capital. Yeah. Yeah. You don't care about it, do you? No. I don't care Because you're built for now. Right, mm-hmm. the the way the league is structured now, there's free agent movement, player movement. I don't care if you're under contract or not. People are moving yeah. here in three to four years. So your window is now. You've yeah. got this young talent here. We knew we were a piece away, right? And Sexton wasn't going to fill the bill because he didn't want to accept the role that he wanted to give him. So then at this point, you go to the market. I by no means thought that we were ever a player in the Donovan Mitchell conversation. I didn't either. I thought it was a done deal. He was I going said, to the so next. you tell right. me, you gave up. Uh, Colin Sexton basically, which we you, knew we was on the You weren't block. gonna give a contract to, mm-hmm. right? Right. P- Lori marketing Yeah. You had to give away <laughs> for, salad, for Capri. for You did. Yeah. Your, your your first round pick. Obagi, yeah. That's right? the one that I think most about. Well, we don't know because you don't we know how it plays out, but you're going right. to have to give them something to get something. You do. Right? You're and absolutely be that right. Because down in line, seven years from now, I could be hot garbage. Yeah, they yeah. might <laughs> st- you're right. right. Those right. right. picks
0: might be good <laughs> <laughs> Seven in 2027 <laughs> and 2029. Be hot those picks might be great for Utah, but who cares? You got a top 20 NBA player. You now have four of the top, I think, four of the top 40 players in the NBA. You have three guys that were all stars last year, and the only guy who wasn't is Mobley, who we all think is going to be the best player on this team eventually. Yeah. So you got four star players now. The Eastern Conference is loaded. This doesn't guarantee. It's, it's the almost Cavs like out.
1: the Browns in the AFC. Yeah. Right. That's, I feel
0: the same you way punched, about that. You punched a ticket to be in the mix. You did. Yeah. So and that's all you mix. want. That's what yes. the fan base wants. Yes. Jay,
2: to your point, the but pressure creates pressure for other teams. So mm-hmm. the the Browns have up to Annie right sure. in this town. Yeah. Look, the Guardians are on the rise. Yeah, right. The Cavaliers not going to be left out the mix. Like, wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, let's. Let in us, in the, we the, want the, our seat at the, the table. The other thing you see if was created here with the with the uh, uh, moves of all our organizations. Cleveland now is looking like it's becoming a destination that I can go to. Because there were years here that nobody would come through here because they're like I can't go to Cleveland. Right. Not yeah, doing it. unless did LeBron was here. When
1: LeBron was on the roster, well, it was even, even even
2: when LeBron was on well, the roster, because a
1: player of that magnitude. I felt like you feel been, Kevin Love comes here willy-nilly open arms hey, if LeBron's not on the roster. I'm, 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 I know, but, but out of he's also Minnesota. an L.A. guy. So uh, right. I, th-
2: I don't think the Cavs ever get Kevin Love if LeBron's not so, here. So the thing I would tell you, I, I would tell you this. That has been eradicated. We are now in a position where we were, as a team, were fun to watch, surprising. No yeah. We got to the play-in, yeah. and when it came down to stress, you didn't have people that could make. What's I, your expectation I, for next season and then the following season? Well, I think that they are in position to be a top-four team in the Eastern Conference. Clearly. Right? But
1: are you How- disappointed if they don't make the East semifinals, the East finals?
2: Well, here, this, here, I, I, I never get that far because your injuries, everything else can play in the world. I just want us to be in position. We need a go-to guy. Yeah. yeah. Down to stretch, I could say, Boo! I'm gonna give you the ball. Yeah, make me a play. Sure, and, he, and and
1: he can do that. I'm disappointed if they don't win one. And we did not have. I tell you this. Oh, I'm massively disappointed yeah. if they don't win one. When, I, that, to me, they've got to go to the semifinals
3: when, this year. When, when you, they've got that talent. Well, here's the thing: in the East, everybody is, is stacked. They got there's they eight got good There's eight they, there's good, eight good Now, here's the thing yeah. that we learned about the Cavs last year: when they got down to the nitty-gritty and it was playing games which were essentially playoff games. People kicked it up another level. And and the Cavs didn't have a guy that could score the ball when they needed that. That playoff game is different. Like guys are shot makers, it don't matter, shot hands, everything. Everybody had one. Trey Young, Kyrie, Tatum Brown, all those guys. The Cavs literally have one of them dudes that now you can say, Oh, okay, it's tight. Here you go. Roll that out. So are you
1: with us? Like if they don't make the semifinals this I, year, it's a disappointment. N- n- no,
3: no, I won't say that uh, because it's just, it's that good. It's that good. And because you got, we didn't really talk about Milwaukee. We have not talked no, about the Sixers. Boston, we, Boston went to the, went the, finals, went to the Boston, finals. Boston, Miami, Brooklyn. Good. Here, so, Bro- Atlanta
0: added DeJounte Murray. It's a, it's a, without, it's a without,
2: gauntlet. Without Donovan Mitchell. I don't know. We even having a conversation. No, not crack, cracking the cold here. Yeah, right. right. Now, we're, now we're cracking the cold. The good thing I like, I don't know if you follow this he found out when he was down Mitchell find out when he was on the golf course. yesterday.
1: I know and he was, was very very He's, excited. No, Brian Winhurst ta-
3: they talked about they said they did some feelers and they said that he said it, he would be excited to go to Cleveland he, if they kept their big three. He tweeted a picture of him in a Cavs jersey as a kid.
0: Yep. He, Ricky yeah, he rubio tweeted something that I didn't get what he was saying exactly it must be an inside thing between them. And Donovan Mitchell was like pumped up. I mean, you think about what the Cavs have now. Like, I don't know. We were talking there about yes, there it is. Right. I don't. I don't know who their fifth starter is. I don't know if it's a Coro. Maybe even Kevin Love back in the starting lineup. I don't know. But like, think about the amount of guys you have that could definitely score 20 points in a game. Like, you have f- your four stars. Yeah. Plus Kevin Love. Plus um, what's his name? Who they got from Indiana last year? His name is uh, Levert. Uh, Levert. 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 Like that's six guys that
1: can score 20 points on any night. If now. it's a Coro, he turns 26. Uh, uh, Donovan Mitchell turns 26 this, this, this week. week.
0: Next coming week, yeah.
1: He'll be the oldest starter in the lineup, right. and he's barely 26. All
0: right, no, it's amazing. And this
1: looks like an all-star lineup.
0: All right, It does. It's it,
1: really incredible when you think about where they – One move, and all of a sudden, the excitement for Cavalier basketball is – I'm not going to say LeBron level, yeah. but – it's, it's higher close. than it's been I would, I, since the since the early 90s for close. any non-LeBron team. It's yeah. close.
2: I would tell you that I think we're still one 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 reserve player away. The three, got to figure out what you're doing with the you three. You got a the name small. for us? Who do you think? Well, you know, I, I, like I, 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 I tell Mello every day, right? Because yeah. I need a guy off the bench. Because when I get to the playoffs, the playoffs are so different. It's yeah. not about what I did in 82 games. No, season. you're right. We thought yeah. it's how I attacked Jay's team today. Sure. And Match I got to be Jay's team four out of seven times. Yep, right? and that, how I do that usually with firepower, right? Yeah. I have to be scared of us down the stretch last year. I didn't feel that anybody was scared of the Cavaliers no. down the stretch in the playoff. Now we had a guy like Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, I got to respect. This yeah, you, here's this is, one concern that I have I the mellow piece
1: and it, it's it's a mild concern, yeah. but it this is something that Jim Donovan brought up yesterday on our five o'clock show when we were talking about it. Um, now, I know it's out of necessity that he's done this in Utah, but he is a ball dominant scorer. Yes, And I, I wonder how he fits in with these <sighs> other guys. I think it's going to take probably until December or January before all no of these doubt. parts fit together. Yeah. But that's my only concern. He's been so used to saying, jump on my back, right. let's go. He does have guys on this roster right. that he'll need to share the rock.
0: He with. lost early in the playoffs. I'm sure he's learned from that. and would, you know? A lot of young players yeah. do that early well, on. That Jordan did it early was Be clear.
1: Road.
2: It was nothing to Utah. Yeah, no. Go, that's and why, and and bad, that's why I pointed that nothing. out. Give me well, that's why I pointed that out. Down the stretch when they needed plays, man. Oh, they weren't making no plays. Right. He was the only no, guy. Give no, you the like, right. Mitchell, yeah. you make the plays. And right. Are you worried about, about that at all, Brad? I'm not worried about it because in this, as you get older in life, i like, I don't want to do all this work. Sure. I, yeah. Listen, Jordan I, went I through I that whole the thing. team with Isaiah Thomas and Joe Dumars in the backcourt. Now, Isaiah, when he got to Detroit, he was the ball-dominant guy. Yeah, he was. He was the guy doing all the work. And then when Joe came along, he was easy, like, okay, Joe, do some of the work, and then I'll come in here and do my – you'll right. learn here because yeah. I give less, hear. but I get more, right? I involve every one of us, and guess what? The show gets better, right? And it, All right, and I, I, I want you to do take every- Donovan under your
1: wing when he gets here, and I want uh, you to yeah. tell him that story. He's gonna be, <laughs> listen, he's
2: he going to find out because i tell you why. Uh, J.B. Bickerstaff, the son of my old coach, Bernie Bickerstaff, yeah. Yeah. We, were, we were on a team in Seattle full of them. JB knows exactly what to do and what to say. Right? Yeah. this is an old school setup and I like what Cleveland got a player in their prime. We're not getting somebody at 34 35 yeah. years old at the end of the and line they, all they're-
3: fit. You have two rim protectors. Yep. Before you had small guards, remember Jelonte Weston Mo Williams? Small guards, but they only had Z back there. That the, the Cavs have two rim protectors, high right. defensive IQ. They'll be able to race a lot of the stuff that, that they ain't doing. And this team actually reminds me a little bit of the Pistons, they just need a guy like Robin to come in. They know his role defense and I think that yeah, put I right think they thing. need a forward that can defend. Yeah, it, it, they definitely need they that. They definitely need that.
0: I, but that's if
1: why I asked Brad. Do you have anybody in
0: mind yeah, well, outside
2: of I would tell you I, I would like to strengthen the bench defensively a little yeah. bit better. Yeah, I'd like to get some punch off the bench. That's why I say mellow. But I tell you what the pickup of Lopez is good. Mm. Brother is True. good. I forgot this about thing that is, yeah, yeah. is about, about, this about, that. about to get real yeah. good. No, that's right. Here, my days on the station afterwards were <laughs> yeah. real good. By the way,
0: the, <laughs> real quick before we go to McDonald's, like the backcourt. I was saying this yesterday. Kind of like in a way, it's like Portland's backcourt, right? They had the two small point guards, but they couldn't really go anywhere in the playoffs because they had nothing up front. So right. The Cavs have the two small point guards, and yeah, they got to get, they got to go a little more before they was quite as good as what Portland was. But they're right there, and and yet we have to. Two re- great post players, or one great one, and one's becoming great. But if Jared Allen is your fourth best player, jeez. Yeah. I mean, how many teams have? A
4: fourth I'm telling best you,
1: player I, I am disappointed if they don't win a playoff series.
4: That's my question, Jay. We got yeah, one yeah, quick yeah. question for yep. bringing Paul Keels here. Yeah, are the Cavs a top four team in the East right now?
1: I think they are. That's think, why I'd
4: be disappointed if they I don't think win a series.
1: talent-wise, they are, but they don't have the experience. Of a no, lot of those other teams. but but they but by, by the time April rolls around they they'll should. have a full season playing together yeah I just look at the talent guys I there are players there are teams with two better players than we do that's right I'm not sure there's a team no there there probably is at least one we've got four really really good players and not a lot of teams have that
3: no that's I true. think they're I think they're sitting between four and five I like Milwaukee. I think the Sixers are great. Boston, Boston is great. That's yeah. the top three right there. But then you got in that four or five. You got you got Brooklyn. You got the Atlanta Hawks, who've gotten better. Brooklyn's low key. Uh, I think Brooklyn, could, could, end up being like some yeah. Brooklyn could end if up being some people's favorites. Brooklyn, if they, up they be the ever figure, figure it out, I, mean, I
1: agree you know, with you. They if they anywhere. ever figure it out, the right. chemistry experiment. I but think they're going to be. Atlanta dangerous. got
0: better. Toronto's still decent. You know, it's like the, Agno. it's like the AFC. Yeah, it really? It is. really is. I don't, I
2: don't think any more teams in this league have more size than the Cavaliers. No, but on, I think the, the Cavs line. are, I agree with you. I so, think they're like four or five Lopez, Mobley, Mobley, Jared Allen. Love.
4: Yeah. Uh, and God, uh, some teams. I was, this is guys. This is deep loaded. The yeah. competition in the East this year is going to be almost as delicious. The east as is as be- for the first. Uh, part, uh, built bar, we got a built a bar mentioned. That. East is better than the west. Go ahead, Mike. East is way better than the west. Yeah, way better. And just like built bars are better than the other power bars no that you can doubt. get yeah. as you wake up in the morning. If you haven't tried the built bar puffs yet, y'all are missing out. They're so good that the box we got. What upstairs, are they called? Built bar, built bar puffs. Chunk puffs, baby. They're so good that I had to hide them from Anthony and Earl because they started stealing (laughs) them from me. They wanted the cookie dough chunk puffs because they're only 160 calories with 15 grams of protein. I said, no way, guys. It's bulk season. I need all of those. Go to built.com. Use promo code LOCKDOWN15. Get 15% off. And now it's time to talk a little Ohio State Buckeyes. Yes, it is. Who better to talk Buckeyes Then the voice of the Buckeyes himself, Paul Paul Keels. There There he is, is, the voice. Paul,
1: welcome to the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. We're thrilled to have you. Um, our, I look at this as, it's like New Year's Eve for me because uh, tomorrow, it's like Christmas Eve. Tomorrow we get to rip the paper off and we get to see the present. Um, how, how does the beginning of this season in excitement and anticipation for you compare to all of your other seasons calling Ohio State action?
5: Well, considering the fact this is the first time that Ohio State has began the year with themselves and the opponent being a top five program in preseason rankings. That kind of sets it apart by itself. There've been some other, you know, a a 2003, they opened defending their national championship with Washington. Uh, My first year, 98, they opened at West Virginia. But yeah, this one's kind of a whole different level when you consider the anticipation of Ohio State uh, and just the recognizability of the Buckeyes and Notre Dame.
0: And Notre Dame, obviously their head coach, there's been a lot of talk about what he said in the offseason and the Buckeyes are fired up. Do you think that plays a role in the game or is that something that guys like us in the media talk about and gets blown out of proportion?
5: I think it's guys like us in the media blow it yeah. a little out of proportion. <laughs> it got some attention, but you know, now that we're getting close to the start of the game and people are more focused on what's going on with the teams, who's going to play what role, things like that, I think that kind of takes a backseat. But also I would say this, Adam, too. People around here who are familiar with Marcus Freeman, when he played here, his ascension through the coaching ranks. I think they have a lot of respect for what he's done, especially in his time as a player here at Ohio State. So I think that's kind of shoved in the background a little bit, and it's more about the guys that are going to be on the field. I can't,
1: I, you know, the voice is just incredible. Oh, yeah, yeah. The
2: voice is absolutely, <laughs> it is
1: absolutely so, positively so, so be clear,
2: incredible. Be clear, Paul Keels is the voice of the Buckeyes. Man. And Paul, you hold Stokes in check down there? Are you holding him in check? Mr. Mayor, how are you doing? I'm doing
5: good. <laughs> I'm trying to keep him you. you know, Brad, you know better than anybody. The only person who keeps Ron Stokes in check is his wife. But I'm trying <laughs> so to keep him in check so I
2: can. <laughs> For the years of 18 years old. So true. I love, I love Stokes. Hey, hey, Paul, let's talk about this because we really up the ante here, right? So, you know, as, as a longtime Buckeye, I've been waiting for the Notre Dame dudes. <laughs> we never get to see them, really, right? basketball, football. We ever get to see it well, but we get the chance to go heads up and not at the end of the year. Talk about it at the beginning of the year. The tailgate. I know the tailgates are setting up already. Like this thing is ready to go tomorrow. How's, 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 the, how's the vibe down in Columbus?
5: I think they start tailgating on Monday.
2: But <laughs> you're like, <laughs> you
5: know, The last two times they played, it's been in Fiesta Bowl games and yeah. you know, it certainly is exciting to see that happen, but it's been 26 years since they played in the regular season. You know, it just makes too damn much sense that these schools should play more often than they do. Right. They'll play next year in the third week of the season. But, you know, a lot of us grew up, uh, you know, as youngsters. And, you know, I grew up in Cincinnati uh, and went to Cincinnati Moeller High School. And we had a lot of guys that went to Notre Dame to play football. Yeah. Steve yeah. Niehaus, Tony Novikov, uh, Tony Hunter, so many of those guys. So, Jerry you know, connection. Notre Dame, is just, even though they've not succeeded in the win loss total the way they did back in the sixties and seventies, they're still such a recognizable program. And Brad, I think this is just added to everything with it being and plus, you know, having gone to school here, the first game of the year, you know, that they could be playing all of us putting a uniform on. They're right. being excited about it. <laughs> That's
2: true. Hey, Paul, what about uh, what about this though? You think uh, as we shake down this opens the door to to Notre Dame coming in in alignment with the rest of us and joining on our side of the ledger at some point. I think it's ever
5: well, be- Brad, here's how I look at it. It's kind of like if you get a girl that you're really sweet on and you keep asking around and she keeps turning you down.
3: <laughs> why are you going
5: to keep asking? They know enough times I, you know, and, and I think the other thing that gives Notre Dame a little bit of leverage this new TV deal includes NBC. Yeah. So that oh, yeah. probably still gives them the ability to kind of force themselves into what they've done with NBC and still somewhat exist independently. Now, when the other shoe falls with all of these other conferences, and if we do get to where there's a small number of super conferences, maybe that forces the issue. But, you know, and, and the other part of it, too, Brad, is when you still have some Big Ten schools that schedule Notre Dame, yeah. they're kind of having their cake and eating it, too. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, it's kind of hard to see it. Yeah.
3: <laughs> You know, Paul, I, I look at this and, you know, you could look at realignment. You look at, you know, teams moving around. But for me, these types of matchups give you that feeling. They give you that, oh, it's, it's the difference between college and in and, and the NFL. And, and with all the alignment and things going on, um, do you think that the, the NCAA or, or the Power Five schools should do all they can to kind of keep these types of matchups going? Because to me, this is this is a matchup. I went back and watched on the internet, uh, you know, the games between Notre Dame and, and Ohio State, and it just gave me that feeling uh, because of the, the, the magnitude. Do you think they should continue to do these types of things, even if the conferences expand?
5: I hope so, Garrett. And I think we understand that, you know, outside of a Notre Dame or a Texas or a Washington or something like that, schools like Ohio State, they have to have the non-returnable non-conference games Mm -hmm. to where, you know, like next week, Arkansas State comes in. That's a payday for Arkansas State. Uh, You know, the great thing for Ohio State this year is they have eight football games. But to kind of answer your question, Garrett, I think once we get to wherever the playoff field is going to expand, then it'll make schools feel a little more comfortable about scheduling these type of matchups so that one loss doesn't necessarily take you out of a playoff possibility. Mm -hmm.
1: That's probably why we don't see more of them. I remember when they had the home at home in the mid-90s. And the, the excitement, the anticipation was around it because they hadn't played since, I believe, the 30s, the mid-30s. Correct. So it had been so long between meetings of these superpowers. It just, I think it it ratchets up the excitement for the sport right away. Like last night, watching the Purdue-Penn State game, that is, and even the backyard brawl, because I was kind of going back and forth between them. These are meaningful football games yeah. that teams are playing right out of the box. And to your point, Paul, about how when teams, the the, the reason they don't want to play these is because one of them has to lose. And in the case of Ohio State-Notre Dame, the loser almost falls out of the conversation immediately for national championship hopes. And that's that's why I wish that they would expand the playoffs and include more teams because I think it would, I know they say, well, right now, every game matters. Well, every game matters to the 10 teams that might be in the running for the four spots. For everyone else, none of the games matter. What, what do you think about a, an expanded playoff? What would be your perfect number? And when do you think we get there?
5: You know, Jay, that's the tough part about it. And I think that that's what's made schools afraid to schedule games like this and why you've seen some of these where it's been, you know, like, remember a handful of years ago, I think it was Michigan played Alabama and they played them in Dallas. Um, I, I don't know what the perfect number is. I, the, the hard part gets to be, and I think we've all become aware of the fact they're not going to take games away. Uh, I don't know that you'll ever lose conference championship games just because of the revenue that it brings. Schools certainly don't want to lose home games, especially a school like Ohio State that's got 36 sports that they're trying to fund. But an expansion does give you you the opportunity to do this. After the Notre Dame series, Ohio State's got Texas and they've got Washington well down the road. They do have a home and home with Alabama coming up. Those are the kind of things that get fans excited. Yeah. Um, you know, people aren't going to be as crazy about going to see Arkansas State in Toledo the next few weeks, except for the real diehards. A perfect number, I'm not sure, Jay. I, I would like to see something that, if it involves maybe for the top seeds, an opening round bye. I sure would love to see if it involved the possibility of some games on home fields, on campuses, so that uh, the fan bases of teams that are involved they don't have the burden of having to travel and deal with hotels yeah. and flights like that so I'm not sure exactly Jay what the perfect number is
0: yeah well Ryan Day obviously has done a magnificent job as head coach of the Buckeyes but he hasn't won a championship yet and Ohio State as great as he is there's that pressure every year right to win a championship do you think he feels any pressure
5: at all to win Adam somebody asked that somebody asked me that earlier today yeah and in his introductory press conference yeah he made the comment you know the first obligation is to beat Michigan and the second obligation is to win every other game so right. he knows from day yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he knows what the pressure is i mean we all remember when people were flying banners over the stadium they wanted to fire woody hayes oh yeah so he knows that he embraces it the players embrace it yeah. and you know maybe the most telling thing at big 10 media day uh, a month or so ago ryan day made the comment at a lot of schools 11 and 2 and a rose bowl win would be considered a successful season for yep. ohio state it's not because they didn't get a chance to play for a big 10 championship and they didn't get a chance to play in the playoffs, so he knows that he understands it. You know, he has in a very short period of time exceeded at a high level okay. with being in the playoffs and playing for a national championship. But yeah, they're motivated to take that next step and achieve the things that they didn't have an opportunity to do last year.
0: Well, did you have you ever seen an assistant coach pull off recruiting like Brian Hartline has done with this? Why? I mean, it's ridiculous. It feels like they're. Like, their sixth best receiver is probably starting for 98% of the schools in America. What he's done at that position seems remarkable to me. Have you seen anything like
6: this?
5: I don't think so. I mean, I think, Adam, when Kerry Combs was here, he did a great job of getting some defensive backs to come in. But, Mm -hmm. you know, what Brian has done has been amazing, especially when you consider the ammunition he has. He played at Ohio State. He had success in the NFL he's really gotten a lot of people's attention with how he's not only recruited the talent but then how he's worked with them when they've gotten here. Yep. You know, if you think back to last year in the Rose Bowl when Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson didn't play that opened the door for Marvin Harrison and Emeka Ibuka and certainly Jackson Smith and Jigba who set all kind of records during the season and in that game. So Brian Hartline is one of those high rising names in the coaching ranks, uh, but it's both doing the job recruiting and doing the job with developing this talent. Maybe the hardest thing he has is just keeping these guys patient so that they get a chance to have balls thrown to them. Great
2: point. Hey uh, uh, Paul, what about this? Because. I think Jackson Smith and jig was set for a, a, a standout breakout. year. and CJ Stroud, that combination probably going to be the most lethal in NCAA this year, but are they prepared? You think they're prepared and ready to go? I know that, you know, I know how the pressure gets ratcheted up, ratcheted up in Columbus on, 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 on star players, right? So uh, are they, you think they're ready to hold in and be, be okay yeah. down the stretch here? I think so, Brad. And you know, they, they're at that
5: point now probably have been that way for a couple of weeks where you know they're tired of banging against one another. They're tired of seeing, you know, their teammates who know what they're going to do both offensively and defensively. So, you know, they're excited to to see a different person that they have to defend, a different person they have to go up against. And and certainly they're probably excited to be able to get into the stadium. They've practiced I think about four times in the stadium. Uh, rave reviews about the new turf that's down in the horseshoe. But, yeah. uh, you know, you guys have seen what it's like a night game, the carnival-like environment that's there. And, you know, these Ohio State teams feed off that crowd. So I think there's just the excitement to get out of the routine of what they've done. You know, they've been a little more than a weekend class. So I'm sure the, the novelty of that's kind of worn off, too. But, uh, Brad, I, I think there's no question they're ready to see somebody else and stop going up against their teammates. Okay.
3: It's Buckeye time. You know, uh, Paul, we we take a look at this and I'm the Heisman Trophy guys, <laughs> Trevion Henderson, uh, Smith and Jigba, CJ Stroud. Who do you believe has the inside track? Usually traditionally quarterbacks are there, but the three great candidates right there.
5: I, I agree, Garrett. I think quarterbacks always seem to kind of have the front leg up on when it comes to stuff like that. And because C.J. Stroud did it so consistently over the course of the year last year, he was a, a, one of the finalists last year. Uh, but certainly, I mean, when you think about what Jackson Smith and Jigba did last year, you know, an Ohio State record, what was it, 95 catches, over 1,600 yards, went crazy in the Rose Bowl. You know, Jackson is a guy that, that certainly could make a lot of noise that way. But but we all know, too, that it is a byproduct of teams that have success. So when they have success, you hope that that's what happens. But here's here's the thing you really hope for, Garrett, you hope it's one of these Buckeyes so that uh, Bryce Young at Alabama doesn't become the second two-time right. winner. Of that <laughs> yeah, okay. right. We want that to stay with Mr. Griffin. Right.
1: Hey, Paul, before we go, um, our producer, Mikey McNuggets, just loves it when people of note mention say the word McNuggets. I think what, last week, who gave you the shout-out, the voicemail? Joe Thomas. Joe Thomas did, and it made McNuggets weak. He just got in my ear and said, before we say goodbye to Paul, I just have to hear him say McNuggets with that voice voice of of God. God. (laughs) It is the voice of God. So whatever you'd like to say about our producer down there in the bottom left, Mikey McNuggets, um, you'll make his day if you mention his name.
5: (laughs) Well, you know, years ago, and I can't remember who the comedian was, I saw an act where somebody was talking about McNuggets, but he said they really should be called Chicken McBooty. Because of what they do to your then when you eat too many McNuggets, so so work that one into the whole deal. Paul was actually
4: less of a diss than Ryan Day came when he came out. When he said, right. just working McDonald's and get that NIL just deal. That so, Paul, thank you very much. That's exactly Thanks, right. Ryan Day told McNuggets he you know, should have be, an NIL deal with with uh,
1: with McDonald's. Hey, Paul, we we can't tell you how much we appreciate you having on. You, you give our show instant credibility. I mean, the second you open your mouth. People that are watching say, whoa, something's going on there. Something's going on there. Paul, thank you so much. Have a great call tomorrow. We'll Paul, all be listening. Hold down. I'll see you soon.
3: All oh, right. Hey, you know what?
5: It's gonna be a good year for basketball, we think. Oh, yeah, but it's great yeah, to talk, yeah. to, talk yeah. to you guys. I <laughs> see the
1: shirt, baby. <laughs> yes, you it, see it is. Her,
3: baby. <laughs> all right, the great guys. Paul Keels with Thanks, us Paul. on
1: the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. What a voice. I for one day, how much fun would it be to walk around with those pipes?
2: Oh yeah, listen. He's...
1: Oh, I think you might walk around with him narrating your life. No, no. Well, that would be cool too. But the... just to be able to go with I would go through drive-through windows at at wherever and just put my order in so when I pull up I know there'd be five people going who the hell is
3: that? I, 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 I watch the games now on TV and listen to Paul. To his, his sound. A lot of people right. do. See, yeah, a lot had, of people. If do. I had his voice, I would have. Uh, I would have had a lot of children. Just ran, <laughs> running around, <laughs> just multiple children, just All right, playing. It. All right, little <laughs> Nick Cannon. <laughs> yeah, Nick what Cannon if, got. Nick's got Nick, ten now. Ten's coming. Shout out to Nick Cannon. He got the bag. Done. Yeah, I mean, if you have, if you
4: have the money, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's inappropriate. Go ahead. Heard coming into this interview that he had. Just an unbelievable voice. Oh. I haven't li- I haven't heard it in person. Yeah. That was the best voice I think I've ever heard. Uh, yeah, it I'm not it, even kidding. it literally is.
2: You had to oh. wait for it on the call, Mike. Oh man, come yeah. on! Yeah, I'm
4: so excited. I cannot. I'm so excited for this. Set. You
1: have you bought into the? Because you're not from here, you, and you came from Texas, where obviously football is everything. Have you bought into the Ohio State hype yet? Where how
4: will you watch the game? I'm gonna watch it in my apartment because we're doing a post-game show after. Oh, that's so right. So I have to be very locked into it. Yeah. But I can't wait to go down to the. Whole, I, I love college football. I like. that. Um, it's team. the best. Yes. Yeah. There's nothing I won't better. Yeah. Down there for a game. Oh, yeah. yeah. Except Speaking for the NFL football. We no. have next
1: guest. No. The, the atmosphere for highlights. college is the best. College football brings something that no it's other different. sport in the United it's States just brings. Different. It's that passion in the stadium. a championship? No, it's the passion in the stat in the stands. That's true. I agree. The tailgating. Yes. I mean, we all love the NFL, but for for whatever reason. NFL stadiums don't even come close no, to college stadiums.
0: Yeah, I mean, I like the NFL and baseball more as a sport.
1: The product, but from yeah. That perspective, but from a fan's it's perspective, by far the best. One of my favorite days as a sports fan is yeah. to wake up early, go down to the, to the tailgates yeah. oh. uh, anywhere in Columbus, yeah. 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 make the walk into the stadium, you hear the band. Yeah, you, you, you. What, it's
3: just a feel that is you, unrivaled. Jay even knows you went to Bowling Green. it's right. like that at every school when Ohio State played Bowling Green. Absolutely, OU, yep. Miami. No
1: when they, when they Arkansas all, State comes in there, yeah. you wouldn't know that it wasn't that's, Michigan State. That's the first
0: Ohio State game I ever went to, Dustin and I went. It was they were playing Miami of Ohio, and they were Buckeyes were favored by like fifty points. Right. That's, and we got to the parking lot maybe like 8, 9 o'clock that morning, and I was like, what the bleep is this? Was
1: that your first experience with yes. big-time college football? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I Every friend that this. I've ever taken from the Northeast to a yeah. – a, It a, blew my mind. A, they, they, they can't believe it. They're, they're like, where in the world am it's, I, it's and how did so I not know about this? And it was, a nothing, it was against the team right. you knew they were going to Now kill. imagine what tomorrow's going to oh feel like. Oh, my and, and on or that note, game. we're bringing in our next guest, Robert Smith. And, Robert, you're the perfect guy to ask this question to because you played – very, very competitive high school football in a in a city at Euclid where you know it's 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 like a religion. Then you went to Ohio State, you obviously had a terrific career in the NFL. Does anything come close, in your opinion, to running out of that tunnel at the shoe, looking up and seeing a hundred thousand people you don't know but could probably be your best friend?
6: Well, first of all, Jay, how do you do this to me? Welcome back. By the way, you haven't been around for the last of Welcome back. But how do you make me follow the Barry White of broadcast? Exactly. Yeah, I I mean, just, just smooth is just smooth as silk with that voice. It's But incredible. you know what's interesting, Jay, First of all, let me let me back up to high school here. By the way, I just saw this on on Twitter, on the Twitter machine. Uh, I think that what what is it? The, o, the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Yeah. Uh, you're gonna. Check this out because it's my senior picture, and it's I saw hilarious. It. Wow! I oh my god! So this is—it's—it's the, it's, it's the <clears throat> anniversary of the first nationally televised high school game, which Do was awesome. Really? Nation, yeah. So, um, you know, you're absolutely right about Ohio State. There's nothing like it. And I remember the first time that I went to the shoe when I was in high school, and you have to like—I didn't grow up a, a huge football fan. Like, I didn't in, in the sense that I was sitting there watching it constantly mm-hmm. uh, so I didn't, I didn't really get into Ohio State games until I started getting recruited and so I went to my first game I think it was uh, my, my junior year and I remember I was I was there uh, with uh, a track coach from Ohio State Bob Ramlow and his wife and like we're watching this spectacle of the band and I had never seen that before I had never like it wasn't something that I grew up because I wasn't a fan. Like, it, not that I wasn't a fan, but I wasn't a, an avid fan. Like, I had never seen bands perform like that. But to experience that for the first time as... Oh, there it is. is. Wow. Oh. Oh. <laughs> what a stud. Hey. What a stud. Hey. Oh. You, can, you can barely see it, but I got that little Russell Wilson, little pencil-thin mustache up there, too. <laughs> and by the way, so that, wasn't my, that wasn't my idea. I got my senior pictures for free and the guy wanted to advertise so he had me wear the jersey but I wasn't I wasn't deciding Aww. to wear that jersey and have the football although I did the, decide to have that sexy mustache. That's one of the but, greatest um, senior you know, pictures of all time
1: as
3: far and as I'm and concerned. That, you, that's a little <laughs> Moore and, and, and I'll be in that. <laughs> We
1: all wish we could have seen your pictures as stupid. cool as that. One. <laughs> That's a great call. That's a great call.
6: Hey, I, mean, I met I met Al B out in Las Vegas too, by the way. That, Shout you're, out to the twins. But 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 Jay, you're Jay, you're right, man. Like the the very first game day, walking out at Ohio State, and you know we didn't have. I I wasn't there in the spring. You know they didn't do that then. Uh, having the early enrollees, but we had like a little scrimmage and, uh, you know, in in the middle of August and there were, I don't know, probably 50 or 60,000 people there, but on game day with just everything that's happening from the moment you wake up in the morning and you leave that hotel and you're driving through campus and you're driving by, you know, fraternity and sororities and, you know, everybody's out front and, you know, raising their, their, their early drinks on that morning. And then you get to the stadium and there's all the tailgating and everybody's out in the parking lot and everybody's lining the entrance as you're walking in like that whole buildup. I mean, it's almost indescribable. And I wish that everybody that was a fan of football could experience what it's like to walk out on any kind of game day, but Ohio state game Mm -hmm. day is just different, man. And all that buildup. And then you're sitting in the locker room, you're getting ready to go out when everybody's there. And even with all that preparation, just nothing. Nothing can prepare you for what it's actually like to be stepping onto that field for the first time when you're getting ready to play a game when you're 18 years old. I mean, it was it was incredible. It was incredible.
2: Hey, Robert. So, uh, you know, you know, I, when I came back to I State, I came from Wisconsin back, right? And so I went to Wisconsin football games on Saturday and they they're. Yeah. Atmosphere, I thought it was Camp great. Camp Randall's I, nuts. I thought it was great. Yeah, but it don't compare to Columbus. It they, does, it does yeah. not. <laughs> Rob, talk to the talk to talk to the, the, the folks that are watching about this, the pressure of being an Ohio State football player, especially when you're supposed to come in here with with all the bag, right? You're supposed to be the high line player. Yeah. The pressure that's put on these players down
6: here to perform. Talk about that. You know, and again, if, if you haven't been through something like that, it's hard to describe. And and you know, now I think in some ways it's more difficult for players, but in some ways it's easier. It's more difficult in the sense that you've got even more attention and it, and it happens longer, but because it's just everywhere and every, and people are on social media and they're hearing the criticism and they're hearing, uh, you know, the hopes and the expectations for the fan bases, they kind of can acclimate themselves to what it's going to be like uh, to have that kind of pressure. But back then, uh, you know, it, I, I remember being on campus and uh, for visits uh, and just kind of hearing people yell out and, you know, it was just, it was kind of kind of surprising, but at the same time, it happens kind of gradually, you know, because when you're in high school, you know, you start to get some notoriety and so there's an article here, or there's, you know, a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and then of course, when I was a senior in high school, us being the first team that had you know, that level of national attention, the first nationally televised game, we had kind of built ourselves up into it. But as far as the pressure and the expectations, like you feel more of that yourself. Um, it, it, you just kind of put pressure on yourself. And, you know, I think <laughs> different athletes deal with it in different ways. But to me, that was just, it was always just motivation. Like nobody, nobody is going to expect more out of me than me. So anything that I hear, on the outside, can't possibly be a detriment.
0: Robert, C.J. Stroud speaking of pressure, as it's always a lot of pressure being the quarterback for the Buckeyes. Heisman Trophy, consideration expected. Uh, when you look at his game from last year, obviously he was great, but everybody has things they can improve in, no matter how good you are. When you look at his game, what's the part of his game you kind of got your eye on that you think, okay, he can get better doing this? Is there anything specific?
6: Well, any, any any young quarterback, you just you want to speed up their processing, and processing really doesn't get sped up until they just have the reps, uh, and it's it's really like any position, but it's more pronounced at the quarterback position. You just have to see certain coverages and certain rotations, certain blitzes a number of times, and you get more and more comfortable in the pocket, how you move, how you step up, how you slide, how you how you escape which direction you go, how you keep your eyes downfield, but then the anticipation, things like that. Uh, that's I think that's something that you're going to see uh, him do much better this year, the am- anticipation of not just what to expect pre-snap, because defensive coordinators, they're trying to do what they can to slow that process down. They want to slow down uh, the processing of the quarterback, and that's uh, giving a different look post-snap than pre-snap. But there are only so many ways to do it. And based on what they see in their progression or if it's a defensive key read, whatever it is at the quarterback position, you want to see that anticipation. This You can't wait for that window to be open. You have to anticipate that window opening and throw it there oftentimes before it's actually wide open. So I think that's something that you'll see out of this game this year at a more pronounced level.
3: Robert, well, I, mean, I this is a kind of philosophical question. If you had to say what Ohio State is known for most, would it be defensive backs, <laughs> receivers, or running backs? That's yes. a really good question. I mean, <laughs> that's, a, you know, right, right
6: now I have to say receivers. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know you look at, uh, you know, uh, uh, Alave and Wilson and, and Williams getting drafted, and those guys were drafted consecutively, right? And, you know, I count him as an Ohio State receiver. Even though he was at Alabama. Uh, you know, to have that, and then to to look at the roster now. We talked about this last week, and to look at the wide receiver court now and say, "Wait a second, the best guy might be here in Jackson Jigba." Uh, it's it's just insane, uh, you know, what uh, what they've been able to do, and uh, I'm just I'm just amazed at the depth. And you know, going back, you know, a, a, a number of years. I mean, it's it's been like this, and Brian Hartline has just done an incredible job. I think have just taken it to a level that we just haven't seen. So right now I think it's definitely going to be the wide receivers that people are going to think about most. And, you know, maybe, uh, you know, defensive backs, it's, it's always going to be a little bit more difficult uh, just because you're on the defensive side, because, you know, even when you're, when you're playing well, unless you're doing something crazy, like a, you know, a, a, a digs down, down here in Dallas, unless you're intercepting a huge number of balls, uh, people may not know you the same way. But I think, What we've seen with this receiving core in the last few years, I mean, it it, it has to be wide receiver view.
1: Yeah, well, you know, they've really put out great players at all three when you think about it. Robert, before we let you go, it's really difficult to handicap these matches between powers in week one because we think we know, but oftentimes we're wrong. We don't. Um, 17 and a half is a lot to give. Is this Buckeye team cover tomorrow? (laughs)
6: Uh, I think that they do, and you know it's, it, what's interesting about this matchup. I, you know, this is a, this is the second straight matchup against an OSU for Notre Dame, but not the OSU, of course. <laughs> uh, but you know, playing a ball game against against Jim Knowles, and they did a pretty good job of, of moving the ball in, in that second half. Uh, you know, Jim Knowles Jim Knowles wasn't there as a the defensive coordinator anymore, right. he had already uh, moved on to Columbus. Still, his staff defense. And his print- yeah, it's still his defense, and you know they they did a nice job of adjusting, which I'm sure Jim Knowles would have done if he was there as well in that second half. And you know they played much better defensively, and I, I think Ohio State uh, defensively, you know, picking up the scheme is one thing, and I think some of the finer nuances are probably going to take some time. But I think athletically, what Ohio State has defensively, uh, they're going to match up much better, especially in, in, in what. Uh, gave Notre Dame troubles in that second half in in tighter man coverage. Obviously a different quarterback, more mobile, so there are some challenges there. But I think athletically, defensively, Ohio State has a much better chance, uh, and I expect much more out of of them defensively against this Notre Dame team uh, than what Oklahoma State was able to muster in that bowl game. And defensively, and this, this Notre Dame team gave up 600 yards in that bowl game, you know. Yeah. And, and obviously, Marcus Freeman's, you know, now uh, the uh, the head coach of the team, and got some continuity in in, in the staffs and the way that defense is going to play and some of those guys back. But this is a this is a much different roster than they had to face against Oklahoma State, and I just I don't see them. Unless there's something crazy, which can always happen with turnovers, with huge special teams plays, and you know one missed tackle can be you know instant six. It, 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 if this game plays out the way I expect it to, with Ohio State running the ball, with Ohio State being able to throw the ball to multiple targets, I just don't see uh, Notre Dame staying within 17. That's- yeah, I'm Rob-
0: with you, Robert. Last thing, Travion Henderson. <laughs> uh, how good is he? Like, is he going to be the next great running back in the NFL eventually? And how's the depth looking behind him?
6: Yeah, and I, I think that you know, definitely, he, I think he's he just one of those guys that just jumps off the screen, and I just, I just, I love seeing it. You know, whether it, it was Zeke back in the day or J.K. Dobbins, and uh, you know, now Travion, uh, they're they're just guys that look different, man. They're guys that look different the first time that you see him run the ball and, and that burst. Uh, and, and, and that lateral movement and, and the power and the ability to catch the ball out of the backfield. And I think, you know, like, like any position, uh, you know, getting the reps and seeing more things, players just get better and better. And, uh, you know, uh, for me watching him, I think he's definitely going to be a great NFL back. But, you know, let's just worry about how he's going to play against <laughs> Notre Dame. And staying help right now but uh you know i really like mine behind you know they got some young cats that you know can tote that rock too so uh obviously the offensive side of the ball has been stacked and uh you know defensively hopefully we'll see some of the same level of recruiting especially in that front That's seven right. on the defensive side but on that offensive side man they just said just so stacked it's crazy
1: yeah, it'd be nice to see that defense sort of catch up to the offense and talent, but it's tough. You got so many scholarships, and there are a lot of other teams going after all that talent. Robert, enjoy Thanks, the Robert. game tomorrow.
6: What's what, what, how are you watching tomorrow? What are you doing? Uh, well, I have the. Uh, I'll be watching some of it with the kids, um, but uh, you know, I just I, I love watching the games from home just because of what you get with the with the DVR. Right. Sometimes when I'm walking, walking, I'll walk around with the iPad sometimes but <laughs> right. uh, we'll, we'll have some uh, we'll have some we'll have some uh, uh good food we'll have our, our tailgate in the house here very nice and uh we'll watch the game but i'm looking forward to it it's just it's just amazing you know these kind of environments especially when you get you know night games and build yeah. up throughout the day yeah. it's awesome man yeah mm-hmm. oh h brother I-O, boy. I-O! There There you go.
1: Robert (laughs) Smith, uh, the legendary Robert Smith on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Enjoy the game Uh, tomorrow, Robert. We'll be talking real soon.
6: All right, sounds good.
1: Thanks, Robert. It's funny. As he was talking about Travion Henderson, and he said some guys just jump off the tape. And it's fun to watch that burst of explosion. He was that dude. Mm -hmm. He was absolutely that guy. I remember watching him when he first came onto the scene at Ohio State, and I knew a little bit about him because he was an Ohio legend, Mm -hmm. not just on the football field but on the track. And I just remember thinking immediately, right away, here's the next in the great line of running backs at Ohio State. And when you think about it, that was such a good question because, my goodness, for a period, it was – with was. with USC, it was tailback you. Tailback right. you, right. And and then with the Sean, Sean Springs and that crowd, yeah. the, when you think of the quality defensive backs that started coming through Ohio State yeah. mid-90s into the 10s. They
3: still get first-round picks. They still right. get first-round draft picks. Yeah. And now it's wide, now receivers. wide receivers. It's, it's wide receivers.
1: It. It's crazy. Yeah. It really know. is crazy.
4: Um, are we going to do good-bad-bad bad, bad here? Or? I got some questions, but, but real quick. Okay. Do you yeah. guys remember when Oklahoma came up to Ohio? Ohio State, Baker Mayfield playing oh, yeah. for the flag. I remember it well. Did he I, make a
1: t shirt of that?
4: Now, I screamed Baker? that night, they
1: they better not draft this punk. Well, <laughs> I screwed that night. I'm like, anybody yourself. but Baker. Yeah.
4: Well, it, he didn't make a t shirt about that. But before we get back to Ohio State, did you guys see the t shirt he released this morning? I think we have to just at least acknowledge this real I quick did. before Maurice Correct comes up. Oh, no, wait,
1: did he release it? He endorsed he co-signed it. it? He co signed it. He
4: endorsed it. I don't know if he released well, it. Right, we yeah, there's know, a
1: difference. That, there's but. a difference. He can say, hey, I like that shirt. Well, he tweeted it after. Right. I haven't it seen it. He, he
0: tweeted it and place. said this is the only le- – uh, what was exactly yeah, he He probably all?
1: legitimate
4: place. Show,
3: show, show me show – me, so let's, let's take
4: Tag Board. Let's see it. I ain't seen it yet. It says off the leash with a dog chain on it. Yeah. Get your tickets for week one against the Browns. So,
0: listen, um, I think this is actually cool and funny that he did it. I thought this was – But I good don't want to hear no, this nonsense about he's matured, he's grown up, he he the media's out to get him to say things. he looks like like, you
1: know, like there's no set short there's no sense yeah. of maturity. Of yeah, you know what he first. is? He's a high school. He's is, he's, he's is, a grown man trapped in a high school kid's body. This, and I, li- I don't
2: even care because I think it's funny. Yeah. I think it's no, like, funny
1: too, but it's not. Yeah, I'm sure the not, Panthers are like, oh yeah, it's man, not, but, okay,
2: it's not funny. What it's do juvenile. you now? It this is, is. This is juvenile. I didn't it say it was juvenile. funny. No, no. I said no. I said it was funny. Yeah. I said this is juvenile. This is what it is, right? I'm like, okay, okay, we got it. You didn't like to be here. You want to move on. You got your wish. You out the door. I see you on the 11th. You
1: about to say this, man? You better. You. Better put up. He was so angry you
0: about better. Cynthia Freeland, you know, that, that I didn't say this, I didn't say, and then a day later he's hawking a, a t-shirt about he's yeah. off the leash,
1: like he had it so bad here. What I didn't like about it was the connotation was that the system here stifled him.
2: Yeah, that's was off. We the leash
1: saw right. OBJ, who was one of the most productive wide receivers before he got here. Yeah. And the narrative on OBJ was, he's done. He's got nothing left in the tank. <laughs> and then he goes to the Rams and would have been the Super Bowl MVP and, and had a lot to do with the Rams winning that Super Bowl, even though he played less than a half. So OBJ was the guy that was unleashed. And I think yes. after watching all of that unfold, you realize OBJ here was a victim of Baker's inability to get him the football. Yes. That's fact. Yes. That's proven now. Yes. So I just think it's a, it's a bad look for a guy who right now should want to fly under the radar? Right, and he's basically flying with
3: banners
1: and smoke trails in, in, in and in everything wor- else. In the words Go of the ahead. wire, no in the God.
3: words of the wire, they say this: See, when you come for the king, here. You better, you better not miss. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's and exactly now, right. Now you can shoot. Hey, I like it. I like the spiciness, bro. I actually like but, the T-shirt. But too. he better deliver but because you, if he doesn't, you better not miss. Oh. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. How <I>,
0: great <laughs> would it be to see the Browns kick their ass and then all the Browns players wearing that T-shirt? See, Baker
2: Mayfield game. joins the list of the people out here in this country that feel they are they're aggrieved. I like oh, yeah. every, every time I turn around, You know around, what? I mean, annoying. You got something
1: Let me ask annoying. you. Annoying. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to lump people together because I always I beat up Bull for doing that, but. It, <laughs> I'm going to do it. <laughs> <But I'm about, laughs> no, it's it, wrong, but I'm going to gonna do it. Do you think that this is a generational thing? To me, and I'm sounding like the old man saying I'm taking my ball and going home, get off my yard. To me, that that age group, in general, I don't want to paint with a broad brush, but it feels like they feel more entitled than my generation. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I always felt like for our generation, Brad, and you're kind of in that. You're the next generation behind us. I felt like no one owed me anything. Mm -mm. I feel like today's 20-somethings, early 20-somethings, and I, I think it's the Kardashian effect, to be quite honest. That, that generation watched the Kardashian family grow up and get bags of money for really
3: not doing much. Well, well, here, and now famous I think for being famous. They, they think that they, well, I want that too. Well, here's the difference. I kind of, I'm a kind of tweener. And what happens is you You, gotta, are. you guys got to realize growing up now, you have everything at your at your tips. You right. got everything as far right. as your access yeah. goes. Information. And so when you even when it comes to sports, think about it. If you wanted to watch TV, you, they told you who you was going to watch. You mm-hmm. was going to watch the Bulls. And the next, you was gonna watch Ohio State of Michigan. Mm-hmm. You was gonna see Notre Dame, and that was it. Nowadays, you can go on and you can see you anything you yeah. want, and that gives you this level of of, of superiority because they yeah. say, "Come, on, what do you mean?" I've always it's well, well, options. here, let me say, it, let me I got here, options. Here, so, yeah.
2: but but here to, to your point, yeah, the, okay. the, we live in an instantaneous world, but it has to be checked, right? Yeah, I, my own kids, they want to law school. I have to ch- I have to check her, right? like, Yeah, because this is not. Listen, you got to get out here and grind or you going to be a VOC. What's a VOC that? You're a victim of circumstance. Hey, the only person yeah. says So am I
1: overgeneralizing when I, I think, say that's kind of a young I mean, person Yeah, thing?
0: You could generalize about every group. I think, you know, there's a lot of old people that are D-bags also. There's sure. D-bags in every generation. Yeah,
1: I'm not calling young people D-bags. No, okay. I, I'm just saying, uh, I'm just uh, saying uh, <laughs> no, you're not. Him, you're set not. Set I just <laughs> think <laughs> in <laughs> general, yes, I think the Baker mentality yes. is prevalent among a lot of folks that I see that are that age. Everybody's right. a victim.
0: The, the, agree, woe way, is me. Agree, but he's the only quarterback doing that that I see.
2: Yeah, the one thing, because we got to move on. But the one thing I yeah. say is this: here, listen. Cleveland gave you an opportunity, son. You just didn't That's get it right. done. That's right. That's all. Yep. You didn't get it done. Here. He came close,
4: <laughs> and then it went south. Right. Uh, let's, get, let's get back to Buckeyes real quick. I got a bunch of questions. We're gonna run through as soon yeah. as Maurice Clarette's ready. We'll bring Maurice on. Okay. But let's start with this one. Do you guys prefer starting the season with a primetime matchup against an elite opponent or a team considered elite? As
1: long as it's at home. I,
4: like I it. 100% or do, you
0: prefer do, yes.
4: starting against an FCS cupcake like a lot of other?
0: No, I hate players. that. That's a loser mentality yeah, if you I hate want to that. play against the cupcake. Especially I if
1: you're Ohio State. If you're Ohio yeah. State, you're in the conversation. I love that we're doing this at home. I also love that next year when we have to go to their place, it's week two three, or three. Three, three, I three. I love that because it gives us a little bit of runway to get ready for them. Ohio State,
0: like in the end, even if Ohio State loses this game, if they win the Big Ten, they're still going to go to the, the playoff anyway. You, you would think. But yeah, I just, you would think. I love game. Like my beef with college football is there's not enough games between powerhouse teams. Right. And. And well, so a game so like this, the system
2: is set up so that it, it discourages you That's from taking the, right. any risk. It does, right? So yeah. this is here. Be clear. But if we I'm, had twelve I'm, teams I'm in through, the playoffs, a, teams would be I'm a lot a, more willing to do. Yes, it. I'm True. a through and through Buckeye. This is uncharacteristic of the Buckeyes. Stepping yes, it out is. on a limb like this. Now, I
3: Yeah, was,
1: but they have done it in the past. Yes, they they've few, done it in the past. Rarely.
3: Yeah, yeah. rarely. They got Texas, and then they, they've done you. They did USC, and then they'll do. I believe they Oklahoma did Oregon or Oregon is coming oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. up yeah. but the, but here's Ooh. the thing the younger Ooh. kids we talk about the generational things the reason why Ohio State is able to get these certain type players is because those young kids Want to play these games? That's right. Yeah, that's they true. look when they when they go to your house. They say, "Listen, we got first week Notre Dame." And they like, "Well, sign me up." Because yep. they love that smoke. That's what yeah. the competition. The 707. Right. Seven. They done, They them recruited the world with all yeah. these kids. They grew up with them. They want an opportunity to play against yeah. the
0: top, top flight talent. Well, let me ask you this, Brad. When you're when you're playing in the NBA, do, did you get? Didn't you get more juiced up when you played another good team as opposed to
2: like some team that stinks? You mean NBA games? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not so much the team; it's it's the matchup. Yeah, like I'm seeing here. This, this was this was the individual. Yeah, this matchup. was on my menu okay. nightly. My checks: yeah. Dominic Wilkins, Larry Bird, yeah, James Worthy. Right. If you can't get fired up to see them dudes, Mark Aguirre. Yeah. yeah. You can't get fired, Dr. J. Let me don't forget Dr. J. Kiki sure. Vandeweghe. I mean, if you couldn't get
3: fired up here to see that, you. have you had the ability to die, not just get beat. <laughs> they would kill just you. They're going to punish that. You could know have no, died out there,
2: There's bro. a
1: difference, Brad. I, I <laughs> wonder if you're thankful that you're not playing now. Before, when Dr. J came through the lane and snuffed on you, yeah. it was over. It was like a tree falling in the woods. Uh, it happened, yeah. and it was gone. Now, now it's, it's right. a poster. Yeah. It's a meme. It lives on social forever. Right. It's on the internet. It's on YouTube. It's a whole different deal now when you lose when you go up against the big boys. So
2: these young kids as we go back to how I say these young kids to your point. They are enamored with this. They want to be in the atmosphere. They want to be in the. They want to be in that spotlight. They know? want to be in that spotlight. And here it is. Problem with that is though, you got to deliver. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or they will. Guess what they will do? Even in Columbus, yeah. they will turn on you. Oh, yes, yeah. They will Quickly. Oh, yeah. Well, shoot your shot. So what said, you
3: say? You better want not smoke. miss. You want it? You, you want, want to the smoke? <laughs> and sometimes you might not be able to come back from that. It's a couple people that never made <laughs> it back. Axe <laughs> <Ask> Florida State. <laughs> they keep they keep signing up for these matchups. You might want to get these Tennessee Chattanoogas. <laughs> this ain't working out too well for you, bro. <laughs> Florida State and Florida were a thing, and now they're
4: not. No one knows about beating up on cupcakes better than our next guest, who beat up everybody when he played, everyone was a cupcake, and that's Maurice Mm -hmm. Clarence.